In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. This Gospel is such a moving one, and I'm sure that we've all read it numerous times throughout our lives. But today, as we live these challenging times, it's even more pertinent. You see, as this man lay waiting for healing, he understood that he was alone. Of course, we read later that our Lord had himself withdrawn because there were many people in the, in the porch by the pool. And yet, even in the midst of these people, this man was alone. Not only was he alone, he was disempowered because for healing, he needed someone to take him to the pool. When the angel had stirred the water and when that miraculous healing power was there. I'm wondering today how many people sit not necessarily by the porch, not necessarily by the pool, but maybe in their homes, in their rooms, feeling that they need an outstretched hand to help them for healing. And their healing may not be the angel of the Lord stirring the water, but it's our National Health Service. It's our GP practices. For people who are in need of physical healing, it is to be connected with those who still miraculously through the knowledge that God has given us, provide that healing for us. And maybe they need an outstretched hand. Thankfully, there isn't only one slot for the first person to go into the pool, but there are resources for those who need it, and maybe those people just need us in our own way at the time that they need to help them reach that source of healing. But infirmity is not only physical. There is also an infirmity that comes from being alone, loneliness, disengagement, a sense of isolation. And while we are instructed to isolate for our own good in terms of health, we should never accept that a single person feel isolated from the body of Christ. And so as those who help, again, that healing may not be a pool, but it might be a phone call. It might be being on a virtual Bible study. It might be attending a service like this or other services or other spiritual sources of nourishment that are streamed. And we can be those who help them. There are many people who just don't have the technological know-how or the resources. There may be those who may have no one to give them a call or ask about them. And for them, that hand is what will lead them to healing. And there are, of course, those who need a different kind of healing. 
a healing of lack of resources. While there are many who are provided for, there are also very many who may not be. Those who simply can't go and shop for themselves, and those who may not have the resources, even if they could. And the helping hand they need is our help, our reaching out, our support. You see, this is a time of challenge, but it's also a time of opportunity. For the one person who stepped into the pool when the angel had moved the water, that person was healed. But our Lord wasn't satisfied with that because he went to that paralytic man who lay alone. And while for us, some of us, as key workers, as frontline workers, will have to physically go to people, there are many of us for whom going to someone means to just reach out and not leave that person alone. The opportunities we have are that we can be a part of that healing process. Imagine yourself on that porch near that pool and imagine if your loved one lay sick and suddenly the angel descends and the water is moved and suddenly you are able to carry your loved one and rush through the crowds and place that loved one into the pool and he or she is healed. Imagine how you feel. First of all, joy for the person healed, but also joy that I was able to be part of that process. And today, we don't have to carry someone and rush through crowds. We don't have to submerge them into a pool moved by an angel. But today, we can reach out, we can call, we can connect, we can provide technical know-how, we can shop for people, we can provide material needs. There are so many ways we can carry one another. And as we know and as we've seen around the world, with our hearts broken and sad, that so many have lost their lives, we also know that this pandemic is indiscriminate. It will affect some more greatly, but it affects us all in one way or another, or else I wouldn't be here alone and you wouldn't be sitting there. But what it does do is it also gives us a common and shared sense of purpose. And understanding that we are in this together. I may do the carrying today, but I may need to be carried tomorrow. And there are so many of those stories that we see. So today, we lift up our hearts for those who may be feeling that they are lying alone on that porch. And we must do our utmost to not let a single person feel like that. But at the same time, we pray for those who are carrying people, those who are helping in every way. We've set up an incredible 
virtual network across the diocese to make sure that everyone is served. Make sure that no one is forgotten. Ask about people you may not have seen or heard about and make sure that they're connected. If they need help, we have a response team that is able to provide help. Reach out to the response team in your parish. Make sure that even if you can't help, that you are passing it on to someone who can. And together, although we are separated, we are one in heart and spirit, we lift up our hearts for our world, knowing, confident, assured that our God, the great physician, the healer of body, mind, and spirit, he does not abandon us, he does not leave us, and today he carries us. And once we get through this, we will give thanks for the much that has been done and give thanks that we may have been able in some small way to be part of it. God bless you all. And glory be to God forever. Amen.